Greetings to you brothers and sisters all over the world who are listening to Proclaim Gospel Podcast. I pray that you are doing well and that Yahweh has been mighty good to you as he have been to me. We are continuing now with part two of The Other Beast, the United States of America. The last time we looked at forced worship will be implemented and the death sentence passed. And we looked at Revelation chapter 13, verse 15 to 17, which says, He was granted power to give breath to the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. You see, brothers and sisters, the final points of contention will be worshipping and obeying the beast and receiving his mark, honoring Sunday as a false holy day versus worshipping and obeying Yeshua and receiving his mark by honoring the holy seventh-day Sabbath. When the issues become clear and the people are forced to break the Sabbath or be killed, those who then choose Sunday will be, in essence, worshipping the beast. They will have chosen to obey the word of a creature or man instead of the word of their creator, Yeshua HaMashiach. Here is the papacy's own statement. The church changed the Sabbath to Sunday, and all the world bows down and worships upon that day in silent obedience to the mandates of the Catholic Church. Hartford Weekly Call, February 22, 1884. There it is, a bold statement by the papacy. Every other denomination except the Seventh-day Adventist Church, who worships on Sunday and hold fast that Sunday is the day of worship, is in silent obedience, paying homage to the papacy, the beast. We will get back to the word after this. You're listening to Proclaim Gospel Podcast. Coming to you from Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Your host is Evangelist Joel Gums. Welcome back to Proclaim Gospel. We are studying part two of The Other Beast, the United States of America. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, as we take another look at your word, I pray, Yahweh of hosts, that you will send forth your mighty angels which excel it in strength to beat back the forces of darkness the demons the the dark forces that will prevent your people from hearing this word this show word of prophecy so i pray that you will open the hearts and minds of men and women boys and girls yahweh of host as this light comforts to them and that their hearts will be touched their lives changed and their souls saved i pray in your son's name with thanksgiving amen could a government really control buying and selling? Well, I will try to answer that question. You see, during World War II, buying was controlled by requiring ration stamps for such items as sugar, tires, and fuel. Without these stamps, money was worthless. In this computerized age, a similar system would be easy to set up. For instance, your social security number could be entered into a database 
showing that you are disqualified to make a purchase. No one knows precisely how all this will come about. But you can be positive. It will happen. Because in Revelation 13, 16 and 17, Yahweh says it will. Every man, every woman, every boy, every girl, every child that has just come into the world has a social security number. We are all numbered. But Yahweh has his people who also are numbered. We are numbered by Yahweh. He knows every one of us. He knows the hair upon our heads. Every one of them is numbered and not one of them fall to the ground without him knowing what number hair fell to the ground. So just as with COVID-19, Corona, when they say no mask, no service, no sanitization, no service, no social distancing, no service, and on top of that, $1,000 fine for businesses that fail to comply and $100 for persons not complying. This is in the British Virgin Islands I'm talking about. This is the soft setting up of the image to the beast. Who is behind all of this? What organizations are behind this? Making the entire world comply in the name of a pandemic. I want you to ponder that. Two emerging superpowers, Revelation 13 is very clear. That these two superpowers will emerge in the end of time. The United States of America and the papacy. The United States will support the papacy by leading a drive to force the people of the world to worship the beast, the beast's power, the papacy, and receive his mark, or else face death. Now I will ask two more questions, and these two questions will evaluate the strength of these two superpowers. The first question is, how strong and influential is the papacy today? Well, it is arguably the strongest religio-political power in the world. Virtually every leading country has an official ambassador or state representative at the Vatican. Notice the following facts. A. Pope Francis's visit to the United States in 2015 carried both pastoral and political implications. Cardinal Timothy Dolan said, the more he tries to de-emphasize the prestige and the power of the papacy, the more people pay attention to him. CBS This Morning, September 22, 2015 B. The aim of the Pope is to unify the Christian world. In January 2014, Francis presided over an ecumenical worship service at the Basilica of St. Paul with Orthodox Anglican, Lutheran, Methodist, and other Christian representatives and emphasized the need for Christian unity. Francis said, and I quote, It is unacceptable to consider divisions in the church as something natural, inevitable, because divisions wound Yeshua's body and impair the witness that we are called to give him before the world. Catholic Herald, January 27, 2014. C. The worldwide response has been overwhelming as leaders turn to him for peace. Francis hosted a prayer summit at the Vatican with Israeli and Palestinian leaders. Then the Pope, who as a Latin American, had a lot of credibility in Havana. He helped pave the way to the United States Cuba thaw. Sylvia Poggioli, National Public Radio, April 14, 2016. And finally, D. 
Francis's 2015 visit to America elicited an unprecedented response from American officials. President Obama personally greeted Pope Francis as he arrived at a United States air base, a decision the White House said was a symbol of the high level of respect Americans have for the pontiff. Francis's visit also included the first address by any pope to a joint session of the Congress in American history. Irish Daily Mail, September 23, 2015 There you have it. The Pope, the papacy, has gained such strong influence over world governments. They combined together, the papacy and the United States of America, will be Babylon the Great. Now you may also ask me, how strong and influential is the United States today? Well, we all say that she is the world's superpower. She is the world's police, digging her nose into everyone's country, everyone's nation, and trying to bring peace to all. The United States Armed Forces are considered the world's most powerful military. The military budget of the United States was $693 billion in 2019, the highest in the world in 2018. In 2018, that accounted for 36% of the world's defense expenditures. Total active duty strength as of February 28, 2019 was 1,359,685 service members. The United States Armed Forces has significant capabilities in both defense and power projection due to its large budget resulting in advanced and powerful technologies which enables a widespread deployment of the force around the world, including around 800 military bases outside the United States. Are you listening to me of the might and military capability of the world's superpower? The United States Air Force is the world's largest air force. The United States Navy is the world's largest Navy by tonnage. And the United States Navy and the U.S. Marines Corps combined are the world's second largest air arm. In terms of size, the United States Coast Guard is the world's 12th largest maritime force. The United States of fiscal year 2019 has about 14,000 aircrafts in its military inventory. The power and might of the United States of America. Who can contend with her? Brothers and sisters, in the key categories of power, the United States will remain dominant for the foreseeable future. This is a quote from Ian Bremer, Time Magazine, May 28, 2015. What ultimately makes the difference between war and peace is not good intentions or strong words or a grand coalition. It is the capability credibility, and the global reach of American hard power. Senator John McCain, November 15, 2014. I continue. The United States is and remains the one indispensable nation. Yes, it seems no other nation can do without the United States of America. I continue with this quote. That has been true for the century past, and it will be true for the century to come. President Barack Obama, May 28, 2014. And finally, 
France's then foreign minister, Hubert Verdeen, told a Paris audience that he defined the United States as a hyperpower, a country that is dominant or predominant in all categories. The New York Times, February 5th, 1999. Brothers and sisters, the mighty United States of America, who was like Babylon in Nebuchadnezzar's time, is she going to fall and when will she fall? Though certainly facing challenges to its power from nations such as China and Russia, America's overwhelming ability to stand down aggression and rapidly deploy when needed continue to dominate the world. A future president of the United States might not hesitate to use the country's influence to enforce new global standards, especially if promoted in the guise of world peace and stability after a different global event. We do not know what next will come upon the world that would prompt the United States of America to enforce tight sanctions and bring everybody under one religious umbrella. Look closely at the relationship of America and the papacy. There are so many factors that could help set the stage for a worldwide law to execute those who refuse to violate conscience. Look at these things carefully. I cannot be certain, but there are a few things looming and they are possible. They include the activities of terrorists, riots and escalating crime and evil, drug wars, a major economic crash, epidemics and pandemics, nuclear threats from radical nations, political corruption, gross miscarriage of justice by the courts, social and political issues, increasing taxes, pornography and other immorality, global disasters, radical special interest groups, Brothers and sisters, these very issues may cause the world leaders to come together and recognize that it is because of these things why the world is suffering such disasters and pandemics and all these things will be troubling to the world leaders and they will try to bring everybody under one umbrella, the one world order, the new world order. Presidents in the past have said, make no mistake, it will come. As world conditions worsen, what will Satan do to deceive the masses? Let us look to the word of Yahweh again. In Revelation 13, verse 13 and 14, it says, He performs great signs, so that he even makes fire come down from heaven on earth, and in the sight of men. And he deceives those who dwell on the earth, which he was granted to do in the sight of the beast, telling those who dwell on the earth to make an image to the beast who was wounded by the sword and lived. We see here that the United States will experience a counterfeit revival and will insist that religious laws be passed to force every person to participate, represented by an image to the beast. People will be forced to disregard Yahweh's holy seventh-day Sabbath and worship instead on the beast's holy day, Sunday. Some will comply, 
merely for social or economic reasons. Yes, because of the embargoes and the sanctions that the United States will put on nations that refuse. You see how every nation on the earth is complying with the COVID-19 dictates? Every nation is complying because if they do not comply, the Center for Disease Control, the CDC, will mark them as a nation or a country that people should not travel to because of the COVID-19. This has happened even the British Virgin Islands was put on that list of countries that people should not travel to because of the spike in COVID-19. Imagine the economical sanctions on nations that depends on tourism, that depends on imports. Imagine what would happen to those nations that depend on tourism and trade and imports when the beast should say that no one can buy or sell when such sanctions are passed on nations that do not accept the mark of the beast. Brothers and sisters, world conditions will become so intolerable that a worldwide back to God, back to Yahweh, back to Yeshua movement with all joining in worship and prayer on Sunday will be presented as the only solution. The beast will bring deception that the only way the world can get back into being productive is if the worship on the beast falls holy Sabbath day Sunday. Satan will deceive the world into believing that they must compromise Bible truth and keep Sunday holy. But in reality, obedience and worship of the beast will indicate the refusal of most people to enter Yahweh's kingdom. No wonder Yeshua makes such an issue in Revelation over worshiping the beast and receiving his mark. While interest in the counterfeit revival heightens, what will happen? What will be happening to the genuine worldwide revival sponsored by Yahweh's end-time people? Well, the Bible answers, and the Bible says that the entire world will be illuminated with the glory of Yahweh. Revelation 18.1 says, And after these things I saw another angel come down from heaven, having great power, and the earth was lighted with his glory. So you see, every person on earth will be reached. Mark 16.15 says, and he said unto them, this is Yeshua speaking, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. This is the time when men and women, boys and girls, must accept this gospel that is being preached all over the world by internet, by television, by radio, by newspaper, by printed material. This gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for witness unto all nations, and then the end shall come. That is why I am preaching this gospel all over the world, and then the end shall come. With Yahweh's end time three-point message of Revelation 14, 6-14, Yahweh's last day church will grow with amazing speed as millions join Yahweh's people and accept his offer of salvation by grace and faith in Yeshua, which transforms them into his obedient servants. Many people and leaders from all countries of the world will refuse to worship the beast nor embrace his false teachings. Instead, they will worship and obey Yeshua. They will then receive his holy Sabbath sign or mark in their foreheads, Revelation 7, 2 and 3 thus sealing them for eternity. Revelation 7, 2 and 3 says, And I saw another angel ascending from the east, 
having the seal of the living Elohim. And he cried with a loud voice to the four angels, to whom it was given to hurt the earth and the sea, saying, Hurt not the earth, neither the sea, nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our Elohim in their foreheads. Brothers and sisters, listen to what I am telling you now. When people realize that they are being forced with the punishment of death to worship the beast image, their eyes will be opened and many will see that Yahweh's word is true and not a book of fables. This is great news, but the sad news here is that many churchgoers, many Seventh-day Adventists, will be weeded out of the church. They were just holding the space for those who are coming in out of a heart of genuine repentance. This is sad, but it is true. When Israel left Egypt, a mixed multitude left with them also. So it is not everyone who is in Israel is an Israelite. Even though they seem to talk and walk and dress the same, they are not all Israelites. There are many people who are in church holding back the cause of Yahweh, holding back Yahweh's cause. And when these people out there, the other sheep that Yeshua said he has, the other sheep in the other folds, he will bring them in. And these sheep are supposedly sheep that are in Yahweh's house will be weeded out. They will be sifted out because they are troublemakers in Zion. They are only there having a form of godliness but denying the very power of. I tell you it will be a sad day. It will be a sad day. The floodgates will be opened and many will come in. The whores, the, the, the murderers, the drunkards, the gamblers. Yes, all these people, the criminals, those people who we turned our noses upon, who we refuse to carry the gospel to, they will come in and many in Yahweh's church, the Seventh-day Adventist church, will be weeded out. Pastors, elders, deacons, superintendents, yes, will be weeded out. It will be a sad, sad moment for the church of the living Elohim. But it is his church. It is his church. He died for it. Yeshua died for this very church and he knows who will be saved. Second Thessalonians chapter 2 Verse 3 and 4 and 6 to 12 says, Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come except there come a fallen away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposed it and exalted himself above all that is called Yahweh, or that is worshipped, so that he as Yahweh sitteth in the temple of Yahweh, showing himself that he is Yahweh. This is the papacy. This is he who sits out there in the Vatican, calling himself the vicar of Yahweh or the vicar of Yeshua on earth, veiled with the flesh, that it is Yeshua himself, veiled with the fleshly garb. Such blasphemy. And now ye know what withholdeth, that he might be revealed in his time. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now let it will let until he is taken out of the way. You see, Yahweh is allowing him to rule until he is removed out of the way. And then that wicked one shall be revealed, whom Yahweh shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. The day of the beast, the day of the papacy is coming. 
even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. Many people are refusing to accept the truth and they're following after the wine and drinking of the wine of the papacy, the wine of Babylon and being drunken with it. They are being deceived willfully and they will be destroyed. Verse 11 and 12 says, And for this cause, Yahweh shall send them strong delusion, that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believe not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Many people are saying, I was born a Catholic, I will die a Catholic. I was born a Methodist, a Baptist, an Anglican, a Church of God of Prophecy. I will die because I believe that what I am doing is the right thing. So Yahweh will send them a strong delusion that they should believe a lie and that they will be damned who believe not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Righteousness. This is a very serious word, a solemn warning to all of you who are out there in Babylon drinking of the, the false doctrine, being drunken with the wine of the wrath of the fornication of the false church. This spiraling growth among Yahweh's people will infuriate the counterfeit movement. This counterfeit movement is being pushed, is being fueled by Satan himself who went to make war with the remnant that keep the commandments of Yahweh. It is the leaders. Its leaders will become fully convinced that those who refuse to cooperate with the worldwide counterfeit revival are the cause of all the world's woes. Look at Daniel 11.44. They will disqualify them from buying and selling Revelation 13, 16, and 17. But the Bible promises that food and water and protection for Yahweh's people will be sure. Look at Isaiah 33 and verse 16. As a matter of fact, I will read it for you. Isaiah 33, 16 says, He shall dwell on high. His place of defense shall be the munitions of rocks. Bread shall be given him. His water shall be sure. Psalms 34 verse 7 says, The angel of Yahweh encamped round about them that fear him and delivered them. Brothers and sisters, this this word of Yahweh is sure. The Bible promises that our food and water and protection for Yahweh's people will be sure. So stand up for Yahweh and he will stand up for you. In desperation, the United States-led coalition will decide to impose the death sentence on its enemies. What does Revelation 13, 13 and 14 says its leaders will do to convince people that Yahweh is with them? They will walk miracles. This is what the beast will do. The beast power, the beast sponsored power. They will work miracles. So convincing that everyone except Yahweh's faithful end time people will be persuaded. Matthew 24 14. Utilizing the spirits, uh, fallen angels of Satan, they will impersonate loved ones, dead loved ones. Revelation 18 23, and probably even pose as Bible prophets and apostles. These lying wonders, John 8, 44, that says that Satan is the father of lies. These lying demonic spirits will doubtless claim that Yahweh has sent them to urge all to cooperate. Brothers and sisters, Satan will transform himself into an angel of light. The scripture says, marvel not that his ministers also will come forth as angels of light, bringing truth. 
they will come in the form as godly pastors, clergymen, and all sorts of people who are claiming to be sent by Yeshua. As his crowning miracle, Satan will claim to be Yeshua himself. See it in Matthew 24, verse 23 and 24. While impersonating Yeshua, he could easily claim that he changed the Sabbath to Sunday and urge his followers to proceed with their worldwide revival and uphold his holy day Sunday. Billions will be deceived because they want to believe a lie. And Yahweh said he will send them much delusion. He will send them strong delusion that they may believe a lie and that they may be damned because they believe not the truth. So billions believing that Satan is Yeshua will bow at his feet and join the counterfeit movement. All the world marveled and followed after the beast. The deception will be overwhelmingly effective, but Yahweh's people, praise the name of the Most High, but Yahweh's people will not be deceived because they test every Bible truth, because they test everything by the Bible. And that is in Isaiah 8, 19 and 20 and 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15. Read up those scriptures. Read them up, I say to you. The Bible says that Yahweh's law cannot be changed, Matthew 5.18. It also says that when Yeshua returns, every eye will see him. So the scripture says, if you hear that Yahweh's son Yeshua is in the desert, do not go out to look at him. Do not go because you see, Yahweh knows that Satan has such charm and hypnotic power and control that just by looking at him, people will be deceived. Many will be deceived because Yahweh did not take any of Satan's power from him nor his glory and Satan was the most powerful angel in heaven. So he will do great wonders and deceive many on the earth. The scripture also says, my brother and my sister, that Yahweh's law cannot be changed. It also says that when Yeshua returns, every eye will see him and that he will not touch the earth, but will remain in the clouds and call his people to meet him in the air. Would you say amen? Now you may ask me, evangelist Joel, how can we be safe from such powerful end time deceptions? Well, the scripture says in 2 Timothy 2.15, that we must test every teaching in the Bible. Follow truth as Yeshua reveals it. Yeshua promises that those who genuinely want to obey him will never end up in error. John 7, 17. And you must also stay close to Yeshua daily. John 15, 5. The lamb-like horned beast of Revelation 13, 11 to 18 and the false prophet of Revelation 16, 13 they are the same power. For yes, the scripture says in Revelation 19.20, where Yahweh mentions the destruction of the Antichrist beast, he also refers to the destruction of the false prophet. In this passage, Yahweh identifies the false prophet as the power that worked signs before the beast and deceived those who received the mark of the beast and those who worshipped his image. This is clear reference to the activities of the lamb-horned beast which are described in Revelation 13, 11-18. In this message, the lamb-horned beast has been identified as the United States of America. So the lamb-horned beast and the false prophet are indeed the same power. Let me read Revelation 19 verse 20. And the beast was taken, and with him the false prophet that wrought miracles before him. 
with which he deceived them that had received the mark of the beast, and them that worshipped his image. These both were cast alive into a lake of fire burning with brimstone. Brothers and sisters, Yahweh's word can be trusted. You can be sure that these prophecies, just as assuredly the kingdom's past has come and gone, based on the prophecy of Daniel, this kingdom here will go also when the son of Yahweh, Yeshua himself, shall descend from heaven and his glory shall fill the earth and he will set up his everlasting kingdom. I am giving you a warning message. I am warning the entire world. Revelation chapter 14 verse 6 to 10 says, Then I saw another angel flying in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach to those who dwell on the earth, to every nation, tribe, tongue, and people, saying with a loud voice, Fear Yahweh and give glory to him, for the hour of his judgment has come, and worship him who made heaven and earth, the sea and the springs of water. And another angel followed, saying, Babylon is fallen, is fallen, that great city, because she has made all nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. Then a third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If anyone worships the beast and his image, and receives his mark on his forehead or on his hand, he himself shall also drink of the wine of the wrath of Yahweh, which is poured out full strength into the cup of his indignation. He shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. Brothers and sisters, Revelation 18, 4 and 5 says, And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, lest you share in her sins, and lest you receive of her plagues. For her sins have reached to heaven, and Yahweh has remembered her iniquities. I am calling you out. I am calling you out of Babylon. Today, if you shall hear his voice, harden not your heart, my brother and my sister. Are you willing to worship and obey Yeshua, even if it means ridicule, persecution, and finally the death sentence? Oh, brothers and sisters, this is a serious time we are living in. The word of Yahweh is clear. History shows that the kingdoms of the past did in fact come and did in fact go. And we are living down in the time of earth's history when the beast will show his ugly head and will cause many to be killed if they do not worship him. Oh, Father, today I come to you in the name of your Son. I thank you for this sure word of prophecy. I pray, Heavenly Father, that many who hear this word would recognize that you are coming soon and would recognize that the events unfolding in the earth are setting the stage for the mark of the beast. I pray that they would read your word. They would study your scriptures. They will search them line upon line, precepts upon precepts. And they would understand that this word, this sure word of prophecy will stand and has withstood the test of time. I pray, Father in heaven, that you will reach down. Your Holy Spirit will touch them, soften their hearts. Beat back the forces of darkness, the satanic demonic forces that are trying to confuse the minds of men and women that you will send forth your angels, O Father in heaven, which excel it in strength and that your word, your precious word, O Father in heaven, will break forth, will break forth and will illuminate their hearts and their minds and receive your word of truth. I pray, Father, before it's too late. Yahweh of hosts, I thank you today 
I thank you that your name is exalted in the earth and that many around the world are spreading the gospel, the three angels' messages, calling men out of Babylon, calling women out of Babylon before they receive the mark of the beast. Father in heaven, I pray that your will may be done on earth as it is in heaven. In your son's name with thanksgiving, amen. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, you can write us at Proclaim Gospel, P.O. Box 336, Rowtown Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Or you may email us at ProclaimGospelVI at gmail.com. Our telephone number is 1-284-547-4601. If you desire Bible studies or prayer, please contact us. Yahweh bless you.